if you ascend and you only ascend, gravity will pull you back into owner operator. Unless everyone ascends with you, you will be by gravity be pulled back into the owner operator role. You will be. That is a guarantee. I guarantee you. Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Hey, I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. And I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. Super excited to be with you here today to have an incredibly important and interesting conversation. We're going to be talking about the four seasons of the chiropractic career from the perspective of the ascension of the players, right? So we've talked about this trifecta. We've talked about three key positions to really create a remarkable business. And number one, we've talked in depth here about the the transformation of the owner-operator becoming the CEO and the ascension of you as the owner-operator assuming the identity of a CEO. We have now introduce the concept of there's two other key players that need to really round out this, what we're calling trifecta, for you to really optimize this dynamic and create the remarkable business. One is to take your office manager and turn them into a COO. And the second is to take your associate doctor from probably an underperforming, underappreciated, <laughs> underdirected individual and turn them into a remarkable associate doctor. So you'll actually want to have a team of remarkable associate doctors on your way to creating the ultimate and remarkable business that you want to own. Dr. Pete, I'm super psyched to dig in deep on this as we talk about the people involved in this transformation. I love this subject matter. It is such an important conversation to have today. I think it's timely because of where we're at in the the year where this module's falling. I think a lot of the CEOs that you are listening yeah, you're, you're kind of thinking through, we're getting closer to fourth quarter. Uh, you're assessing how did things go in, th- in this year and your third quarter. You're thinking about the next year and what you want to do as far as decisions with your team, what your team needs to look like. I, at least for me as a CEO, I always think that way coming into the fourth quarter, what needs to happen to wrap this year strong in terms of my team? What am I looking at as far as next year? What are our goals? What do we want to accomplish? We ask the question, who do I need to become? Who do we need to become? You know, when I think about this transformation, now we've been working with CEOs for several years in this major transformation, and it is a transformation, is that it's not a me transformation. It's a we transformation. It is so important that we have clarity here because if you think that it's about me becoming the CEO and then all of a sudden everything is going to change, we are missing the mark significantly. The CEO absolutely needs to ascend and go through a transformation but it's in addition to all the other people as well that we say that you know when you become the CEO, essentially you're decreasing in your role, so to speak, as far as exposure, and you're exposing or shining the light on the geniuses that you've surrounded yourself with. So you're allowing them to rise up, to shine, to allow their genius, their gifts, their talents to be exposed to the community with which you serve, to your patients, who you're caring for. So there is an ascension of everyone, right? We talk about how if I'm stepping into a new position, that invites everyone on the team to now step up into that new position. And I think about a few things, laws are coming to to my mind in this. When I think about 
you know, John Maxwell talks about the law of the lid and how the leader really creates, puts the lid, you know, on the potential growth of that business. And as the CEO of your business, it is your responsibility to have an awareness of who is on the team and where are they in their ascension? Where are they in their development process? Because we're all in development, right? We're all in this process of ongoing development and creating more develop mastery in our roles, in our organization. So as the CEO, you are aware and you have to have a sensitivity to this. The great thing is we're going to talk a little bit about this today, which is how the COO role is so important in that as well, as far as leading the team, organizing the team, having the team develop. And then of course, the doctors on your team, historically associate doctors, you know, in our profession, maybe aren't considered to be a leader or the director of a business or a practice. We're suggesting here, uh, maybe even strongly suggesting that if you are going to ascend this this mountain, this is going to happen with the associate doctors as well. So doc, I can't tell you how excited I am to dig into this, to take the lid off of your potential in your practice. And you know, I also think about the other law is the law of gravity. There is a pull to refer, revert back to the old way of being. And we had a conversation about the four seasons early on, actually. So I'm really glad we're, we're revisiting this now because it's like a year later. What's interesting is I actually listened to the four seasons module that we did this week it, of all things. I didn't even think about the fact we were going to be recording a module like this, but as I was listening back to module, which by the way, if you want to go listen to old school podcasts, go back to module one. <laughs> That's uh, We actually dove, dove into this, but this is actually going to be a part two, another take on it. And it's going to be completely different, which is awesome. So, but I think about the law of gravity that as a CEO, here's the thing I want to say. If you ascend and you only ascend, gravity will pull you back into owner-operator. Unless everyone ascends with you, you will be, by gravity, be pulled back into the owner-operator role. You will be. That is a guarantee. I guarantee you it. So it is essential that not only you ascend, but all the players ascend. And that's why I love the law that overrides the law of gravity. It's called the law of lift, right? There is the law of gravity, but then there's the law of lift, which actually lifts off the ground. So even in the midst of a law of gravity, the law of lift actually lifts a plane off the ground. And that's what we're talking about. We're creating lift within your practice by this trifecta being put in place. And so, man, I'm, I'm so pumped about what's happening in our profession and about this conversation today. Man, if anybody's watching us on YouTube right now, you can just see the big smile on my face as I listen to that. I think it's a beautiful visual and because it's, we're watching it, right? So not only did we live it, but sometimes it's hard to read the label on the jar when you're inside the jar and it's your own experience. Like, so Dr. Pete and I, you know, we're teaching from experience. We've been through this process. We talk about the four seasons of the chiropractic career and we've been through all four seasons ourselves, launch, build, scale, and exit as we have launched a practice. We have built the practice really on our backs, right? We've decided that that was unsustainable and unscalable, definitely not durable and ultimately not transferable. So we made the shift to scale. And then from scale, we scaled with an eye on exit with an exit strategy to be able to sell our practices. So we've done that. You know, We've completed the cycle, but I've done this three or four times now with businesses as I look over my shoulder. I had no idea what I was doing the first time I did it. I sort of had an inkling from pain points that I learned from the first experience on the second time. By the third time, knew what I was doing. By the fourth time, I crushed it. <laughs> so you know, ultimately, we're excited to share that with you guys. But now that we're on the outside of the jar and we're helping so many of our docs, our CEOs doing this, I'm smiling because when I hear about that law of lift, 
we've watched over the last two years now, our remarkable CEOs experienced that lift. They've seen their businesses grow. Yeah. So they got busier, right? So they made a bigger impact and they made a bigger, bigger income, but it has not been at the expense of the more important things in life, like their health, their happiness, their joy, their spirit, their passion, right? How about their marriage, knowing their children, going on vacation, right? And doing it with an eye on, man, I want to do this for a beautiful 20, 30, 40 year arc of a career, right? So that's ultimately what we set out to do. So I just want to recognize our CEOs, man, just thanks for making us look good. It's so great to see that this is a reproducible system. And regardless of your personality or your leadership style, man, we can teach you how to do this. So it's just so awesome to watch all you guys. I appreciate all of the success stories and all of the testimonials. Um, my favorite one, the favorite ones though, are the ones that tell the story of, man, I, and you know, beginning this thing, I had doubts. I didn't think I could do it, to be honest with you. And when I started doing it, I was actually having moments where I was like, holy crap, what have I got myself into? I don't know if I can do this. I don't know ultimately if I can become the CEO. And I don't know if I can turn my team into what they're describing. I don't know if I can turn this job into a business. I don't know if my practice will ever be a remarkable business, right? So I love hearing those stories and how they start because now you see them a year later and they're actually living out their dream. They're actually experiencing a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. They've actually created a business that supports their remarkable life and doesn't compete with it. Dr. Pete, I know you're just like me and that, you know, when you hear doctor's testimonials, it's just like hearing patient's testimonials. Man, it just fuels the fire and you just want to reach. I want to reach across these airways right now. If you're watching this on video on YouTube, I want to, I want to reach through the screen right now and grab you and be like, listen, you can do this. This is something you can do. And ultimately, we want to be the ones that come alongside you and help you do it. Let us accelerate you. Don't try to do this on your own. This is incredibly precarious journey. This is incredibly difficult to do. It, take, it took us decades, millions of dollars of investment and loss to try to figure this out. We've created a program that you can follow. We will come alongside you and be your Sherpa and guide you on your own hero's journey here. You can create a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. And we'd love to show you how, if when you're listening to this message, if it resonates with you, you want to learn more, how do you get involved in the CEO program? We are going to be launching our next cohort, our next class, this beginning of this next quarter. There's a link down below. If you're interested in learning more and how to get involved, please click that link below. Our team will follow up with you and make sure that you get an opportunity to join our next class and become your, and create your own transformation to becoming this, the remarkable CEO. Yeah, and I'm gonna hold my phone up into the camera if you're if you're watching this. This is I just jumped into our private CEO Facebook page, and uh, for the sake of protecting everyone's you know identity and the content here, I'm not gonna necessarily read this post. But what I want to talk about is I just pulled up this post that one of the CEOs posted the other day, and it was just so powerful because she was able to express her fear, her concern her struggle. And she wanted to know, is there anybody else who's out there who's kind of feels this way? Like I'm stepping into, and this is, this is what, I'm just going to give you a little bit of what she wrote, but she says, sometimes it just seems too hard. It's a lot of talking, too many changes. It's easier to stay as I was. Easier to do what I really do really well with ease than to stretch and then train others to do what I do well. That is such a profound thing because what she's expressing, Docs, is the reality. And I talked about that pull, that gravity. I'm going to tell you, I get emotional about it because it's just 
it's such a profound thing to go through this transformation. We understand it. It's real. And the temptation is always there just to revert back to the way that things were, to what you knew, what's familiar, what was quote unquote comfortable. So doc, you talk about this and I, and I love the, how you say this, that we're, we're pulled by our purpose. We're pushed by our mission. There has to be a bigger reason why for you to go through this transformation. And I know that as a listener to this podcast myself is we give a lot of, I think, tactics. We talk a lot about the mindset and a lot about strategy. I just want to press into the heart here for a second because we go heart, head, hands, feet. What she's referencing here is the hands, the feet part. Sometimes it's hard. It's sometimes hard to actually walk out to the behavior of being the CEO, to walk out the actual delegation and empowerment and elevation of people. And it is a challenge at times, but if you'll, if I, and I won't read this, but all the way to the end and then the comments below, the ultimate summary was it's worth it. It's worth it. This is the right thing to do. It's necessary. It's good. And that's what, you know, when we talk about the, and Doc, cause you kind of, you just gave an invitation to the listeners, you know, that, Hey, we're doing a, a new launch of, we're starting a new group of CEOs. And I don't know what you've been waiting for as far as what's my next thing. I know that I thought that a lot, and especially when I was in my build season, not knowing I was even in build, <laughs> just not knowing like what's next. And I asked myself, what's next for me in chiropractic? Like what's my next step? I feel like I'm quote unquote, you know, experiencing success, but I'm not, what's, what's next? And if that's you, if you're feeling that way, you're feeling you've built a successful business, you've built a successful, maybe what feels like a job. There is another iteration. There's another step in the journey for you. And it's a step of faith. There is. It's a leap of faith many in many ways to say, I'm going to go from building into scaling. And, you know, like this, you know, CEO was expressing here in her post that day. And it was amazing just comments just to see and everybody's coming alongside is that it's okay to go through this struggle. It's okay. It's just not okay to stay like that. And as long as you're not alone and you're not going on this journey alone, you surround yourself with people. So I just want to speak into the power of being a part of a tribe of people who are journeying in this together that as a chiropractor, a lot of times we can feel isolated as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, a lot of times you feel isolated, not even a chiropractor. So, but as a chiropractic business owner, it can be very, very isolating. And so to be able to not only journey with someone, but to journey with somebody on a journey that no, very few have ever taken is so powerful. And that's the power of the masterminds. That's the power of the, the group, the tribe that we have in the Remarkable CEO. So the Remarkable CEO is a podcast. It is. That's this. It also is an actual program with real CEOs journeying together uh, daily, you know, and, and seeing real transformations as Doc, you were referencing, just the seeing the, the lift off of so many of the docs we get to work with who've just journeyed and it's been amazing. So I just want to encourage you if you're listening to this and you're saying, what's my next iteration of me? The leader asks themselves the question, who do I need to become? That's who do I need to become next from where you are now so you can reach your ultimate purpose. This may be that for you. So I would encourage you, shoot us a message. Let's jump on a call. I'm happy to, Doc, I'm sure you are happy to jump on a call and talk with any of our listeners at any time about anything because we want to support you, but specifically about this journey and to see if 
then now is the time for you to step into the next iteration of you for you and for your business. Okay, let's take a quick break and talk about Cairo Matchmakers. Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the right person for the job. If you're looking to hire the ideal chiropractic assistant, Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the specific person missing from your team so that you can get back to using your talents to serve more people. Or if you're looking to hire the ideal associate doctor, CMM can help. Cairo Matchmakers helps chiropractors like you find the ideal associate doctor to unlock your practice potential and get you the freedom that you desire. To learn more, go to chiromatchmakers.com. And now let's jump right back into our conversation. Yeah, of course, I'm happy to do that. And if you need that nudge, you know, whether it's a hug or a high five or a headlock, I'm famous for nudging. So if you want to get on a call with me and you want to help, if you need help overcoming the seduction of comfort, because that's so, you know, that you talk about that gravitational pull, but there's an inertia that comes to with change. And, you know, the devil, you know, is always more attractive than the one you don't, right? So we're afraid of the unknown. And look, listen, the truth is, is the struggle is real. This is hard. Change is hard, right? So, but we know that the juice is worth the squeeze because, you know what, the, I, I really think that once you start looking and recognizing that what you're doing right now is hard also. I have this theory that, you know, we have four limited resources, your time, energy, focus, and money. And I believe at least as chiropractors, when I look around, I've done this for 25 years now. I've worked with thousands of chiropractors. I believe that for the most of us, the vast majority of us, we're spending the same amount of time, energy, focus, and money, regardless of how you're doing it. <laughs> the question is, are you living a place where you are reactive and problem solving and pain solving, and you're still spending the time, energy, focus, and money that you would have? Or are you in a creative process in a transformational journey where you're actually creating the, the life of your dreams, the practice of your dreams, the vision of your dreams, right? So it's hard either way. I think it's all hard, to be honest with you. Uh, but this, you know, if you're watching on YouTube right now, you see I've got a shirt on that says Into the Storm, right? So one thing I'm so proud of with our docs, what we've seen coming on the, on the other side of this COVID crisis at least the acute portion of it, this Pearl Harbor moment that we went through, the shock and awe phase of it. It's amazing how our doctors have come through this so beautifully. And the stories that we hear from them saying, thank God I did the CEO program before. I was already enrolled before COVID hit because I knew how to lead in the storm, right? So for those who are owner operators who are sort of on the heels and got hit by this and they weren't prepared, their teams were not prepared they had not done the lift before getting into a crisis like this, into the storm. They did not fare as well, right? So the fact of the matter is, is this will not be the last storm, okay? So just that doctor, you know, that we, you read that testimonial from, I know that story, right? So super successful, super talented, incredibly hardworking and dedicated owner operator who was the one that was building this huge practice and running this huge practice on her back right? And doing it on her horsepower, on her talent, on her energy, on her love by a pound of her flesh. And then every storm that came, regardless of how they came, whether it was an injury, this one happened to get injured in a horseback riding and shut it down. And then there was another storm that came when she had a, a daughter as a single parent that she had to take care of. There was another storm, a much cuter and more beautiful story, but it's a storm nonetheless to the, her business. Then her mom gets sick and she had to take care of her. There's another storm. And then the COVID crisis. What is the storm in your life right now? What, is the storm? what are the storms on the horizon? None of us know. The question is, is are you preparing your business and yourself as a leader? 
Are you building the business around you that can weather the storm so you can charge into the storm like the buffalo on my shirt, right? Are you going to be the prairie cattle that turn and run away from the storm and try to avoid the storm, hoping that you can outrun the storm? Well, you can't. We all know that story. Those cattle, they spend more time in that storm because they're running with the storm and they perish. The buffalo charge into the storm and through it innately. They charge through the storm and spend less time in the storm because they're prepared for that. And then they thrive and flourish. So which leader do you want to be, Doc? What, what do you, as far as what you're facing right now, what do you see in the future for yourself and who do you want to be and what business do you want to be leading? Are you creating the business that is a battleship that is ready for the storms to come? You know, that's what we're going to encourage you today is that you have to make this transformation. You have to take your job and turn it into a business. And you yourself have to go from being an owner operator to being a CEO. And that's this transformation process. It's an identity shift. It's an identity shift that takes you from this owner operator who is building their business and running their practice on their own horsepower by a pound of their flesh and an hour of their time. Or are you becoming the CEO that leverages, leverages people, leverages technology, leverages systems, and grows and builds a practice that is actually a business? And the difference between a business and a job is businesses are scalable, they're durable, and they're transferable. Scalable means that you can do more, give more, love more, serve more, make a bigger difference, make a bigger impact, and a bigger income. But it doesn't have to all be done by you. And then durable means that you can still make a bigger difference, a bigger impact, and a bigger income, even in your absence. In other words, you don't have to be there. And we all know a big, the big, big difference between getting to be in the office and having to be in the office. That's durability. And then finally, it's transferable. And transferability means you've built it to sell it. You've created a saleable asset. Can you imagine, Doc, if you were trying to sell your practice right now? Do you own a job or do you own a business? Here's the truth of it. No one wants to buy your job. If you build a business and you build it right, you create a remarkable business, people are going to compete to buy your business. The remarkable business is led by a leader who's a CEO, functions like a CEO, acts like a CEO. And that means that they've surrounded themselves with A players, A players only. They've systematized everything. They have delegated every task away from themselves that's not in their zone of genius to a person that is an A player that they trust. They've set up expectations and agreements with that person. They've trained them. They've invested, trained in developing their A players. And then they trust them and let them do their work. They trust, but they verify. They've set up reporting systems that give them visibility into the person's work and meeting rhythms that create the accountability that we want. Patients are all committed to care. They're following care plans. They've set up financial agreements. They have EFT. You have multiple associate doctors in that practice that are caregivers. A broken white line where the patients freely move from doctor to doctor. Your patients are are cared by multiple doctors. And now your patients who are fully committed to care, we've, we've created understanders who are committed to the care program because they want their chiropractic care. Now, that's a business that you'd want to buy. In fact, people will line up to compete to buy that practice. That is the remarkable business. So you've seen the picture. You hear it. I see it. I've experienced it. I'm watching it happen. It is the future for you. This is the future for chiropractic. This is what it can be. And like you referenced on the on the shirt that you're wearing there into the storm, you can either be the cattle or you can be the buffalo. Here's the one thing I know about both of those groups. They move in a group. 
They're part of a herd. When one goes, they all go. And they all have to, there's a leader in those. There's a leader of that herd. There's a leader of the herd of buffalo. There's a leader of the herd of cattle. And when the leader goes, the rest are going to follow. And so this is an invitation for you as you move into your position, you are ascending and those who come with you are ascending with you, your tribe, the herd that comes with you, your team, they're coming with you. They're going to follow you. You either run into the storm and they're coming with you or you're running away. And so the, the three transformations are one, you as the CEO go from being that owner operator into the CEO. That's the identity shift. Your identity changes. You see yourself differently. You see your team differently. You see your practice differently. You come to a new perspective. It's a new vantage point. It's a different perch where you look at and assess your business, yourself, your team. It's a new perspective. The identity shift means I see myself differently. It means how you perceive me is also going to be different. The expectations that you have for me are going to change because the expectations I have for me are new, are different. So the perspective that that you see yourself, the perspective with which you see others, you know, this is the first transformation is that identity shift. The second is the shift from owning a job to owning a business, which is a behavioral transformation. We talk about how there's a big difference between the, the conversation about being remarkable and doing remarkable. And the, the journey of becoming a CEO and then being the CEO is a doing conversation. So there's a journey to get there. And that's the second stage of the transformation. So that you become, as the CEO, the one who leads the business. So if the CEO leads the business, then who runs the business? Well, the one who runs the business is the second transformation, which is the office manager transforming into the COO or CWO or the chief operations officer. And, you know, if you've read any of the, the books recently uh, coming out about entrepreneurs and scaling and all the different books about that, one that's very inspirational to us is Gino Wickman's work on traction. He talks about the visionary and the integrator. And I will tell you that as the CEO, you are the visionary of the organization. Your objectives are, number one, cast vision. Number two, to determine what's important now. Number three, to determine what's important next. Well, the beautiful thing is the glue between you and the rest of the business comes in, and that's the, the integrator. That's your COO. And there's a transformation. There's a, an ascension for them going from oftentimes a CA into an office manager or a back office manager into now the COO. And there's a structure to that. There's an organization to that. There's a system and a process for that. There's, it's very, very clear. And we have created that, actually. We help CEOs help their office managers become COOs. This person is now responding to the invitation to run the business, which means they run the business. And you know, and I know there's a lot of parts to running a business. So that's what they do. They're responsible for the SOPs, which is the process, the procedures of our office, the facing externally and the facing internally process and procedure. This is what they are responsible to oversee as one of their objectives. And the third is the leadership, the management and the accountability. It's the people part. It's being that leader of that organization. That is a transformation 
for an individual. That is a, a journey that one, if one wants to become a CEO, their office manager needs to become the COO. And that's the second of the transformations. And it's an identity shift for the office manager. And their identity capacity to shift their identity is directly proportionate to your capacity to have your identity shift. So Dr. Pete, I've launched, I've lost track, I think 11 businesses in the last 24 years, and some have been just wild failures, right? And others have been, you know, lukewarm and others have been incredibly successful, right? So you learn more from the failures than you do from the successes. What I do know is the reasons our successes were successes is because of the team I put around me and embracing the structure of making sure that I always had an operator next to me as the visionary. So if I'm going to be the CEO and I'm going to be the visionary, I have to have that hardcore operator next to me. And that is the COO. As I look across our organizations, whether it's TRP, TRP Australasia, Cairo Matchmakers, UAC, Body signal. I mean, I can tell you across the board who is the operator that runs that organization. So I lead the organization. They run the organization. It's the day-to-day business that needs to be run. It's the detail, structure, organization that needs to be run. It's the accountability of keeping everybody accountable to what their job is and what their outcomes are, what their scorecards and KPIs, the outcomes. This is a person that's responsible for the outcomes of the business. Now, this person is the perfect yin to your yang as a leader, and they absolutely have to be in place. Now, you might have this person in your office right now who has the potential. They love the structure. They love the systems. They're committed to outcomes. They're really driven, and they love to lead the team, right? So you might say to yourself right now, I think I have that person. The typical ascension for this type of personality, the person that's going to excel in this role very commonly go from like a checkout CA where like they're their compliance officer where they're high confront and they deal with people very well. They're very committed to process and procedure and everybody, you know, following the, the rules of the practice, the protocols and the process procedures and policies, if you will. Those are the guardrails that protect the patient's experience and drive the outcomes. Very commonly, that person that I said, for example, a checkout CA, that person goes into the ascension where they become either a back office manager or maybe a business office manager. The next step from there is that they become an office manager, which means that they go from, when you go from back office to office manager, this is where they begin to lead the team, right? So when they run the team, I should say, when they run the team, that's the difference between a back office and a general office manager. When you go from office manager and the ascension to COO or chief operations officer, this is when you run the business, right? So these six fundamental team t- tools that we teach inside of the Remarkable CEO program, that is their domain. The COS or chiropractic operating system, the meeting rhythms that create the accountability, this is their domain. That is their job. That's what they do to turn this job into a business so that you can be the leader of that business. So good. And you know, with this transformation, there's a third. And that third is the associate doctor. Now we talk about how to, how do you differentiate if I'm in build and I'm in scale? And we say, it's very simple. Do you have associate doctors? And that's because of the nature of our business. The nature of our business as chiropractic businesses is that we deliver chiropractic care and chiropractic adjustments. So to define that, you know, scale transformation, you have to have another person who's able to do just that. So the scale transition really is defined by, you know, do I have associates? Do you have associates? Now, there's one thing to be in scale. There's another thing to scale well. And so I think a lot of uh, you know businesses that we've worked with who have come alongside of us who already have associates who say, 
I am not functioning as the CEO. I'm still an owner operator in scale. So it's possible to be acting like and thinking like a, a owner operator from an identity perspective and the systems in your practice can still be structured as an owner operator run business or in, in build when you're even in scale, meaning by the criteria of having an associate. So we can come in and we can clean that up, right? And that happens oftentimes. So the the idea though here is that as you transform and ascend into the CEO and the office manager is ascending into the COO, your associate doctors are ascending as well. And they are stepping up into greater levels of, of leadership and ownership of their, their part that they play within the organization itself. Now, everything that we will teach is through really the organizational and accountability chart. So if the, the vision of where your practice is going is the dream house, the organizational chart is the structure and the accountability chart is really how it functions. So you'll have to see this through the, some of these frameworks. And, you know, as part of this episode, we'll, we'll include in this episode the actual Four Seasons infographic that we created. So that'll be helpful for you to look at because what we've done there is we've simply identified what are the characteristics in each season and what are the challenges. And you can identify and self-select where do you fit in right now? Where is your team right now? But that transformation of the associate doctor into really the one who, what we say, they run the practice. So think about this. If the CEO leads the business, the COO runs the business, the associate doctor runs the practice. So if you think about the organizational chart, one of the four pillars is clinical operations. And this would be a wonderful seat for your associate doctor, one of your associate doctors who really ascends into this position, say, I'm going to be the clinic. I can be the clinic director here. I can step into this role to run the clinical element side of the business, that there's an invitation for the associates that work with you or the associate, if you have one, to step into being this leader who runs the clinic, who's running the practice, who's running the care side of things. We know there's a lot of other parts that have to happen to make that possible. So if we could have someone who can just dig in and run that part of the organization, run that part of the practice, the clinical part, that's significant. And that's what the the ascension is and the invitation is for you as you send into the CEO and your office manager sends into the CEO that your associate doctor would ascend into this position of leader in the practice, the one who's running the practice, running that clinic. And that is part of the third part of this ascension. So powerful. Yeah, it's so powerful and so detailed and complicated, right? So we know that 67% of associate doctor relationships fail, right? So this is that's terrible for chiropractic. It's terrible for the owner. It's terrible for the associate. It's terrible for the practice, right? So we want to do this right. We're going to give you guys some real deep insight on this. We've dedicated the month of October to our team building focus inside of the Remarkable CEO podcast. So we're going to get into associate doctors and the complexities of the associate doctor relationship. We're going to simplify it for you. We're going to give you a great insight. We'll give you systems to follow. We've had extraordinary results with our associate doctors, and now our doctors are getting great results with that. So 
We're going to do a deep dive on that. We're going to talk about CAs and surrounding yourself with A players only when it comes to your CAs. We're going to talk about how to find, hire, onboard a COO or a chief operations officer, whether you're going to bring them up or bring them in. We're also going to explore locum doctors, which is a something that may be new to some of you. It's really popular around the world, not so much in the US. So we're excited to talk more about that as it's a perfect complement and it's one vehicle to assure that you get to take vacation, <laughs> right? It's not just maternity leave or injury, et cetera, but you know, it's, it's certainly part and parcel to and very much aligned with having a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. So you know, if today's resonated with you guys and you're saying to yourself, you know what, it's time, I'm ready. I need to learn more about this remarkable CEO program. If you yourself find yourself somewhere on the build going into scale season of your career, or maybe you're in scale and you want to learn how to scale well, or maybe you found yourself in build and you're thinking about exiting. Listen, build does not exit well. You need to go from build to scale to exit. If you're thinking, you know what, I got to start putting together my exit plan and my exit strategy, please Let's make sure that we teach you all about scale before you even think about exiting. The Remarkable CEO program will be launching a brand new cohort starting at the beginning of the quarter. There's a link down below for you guys to learn more about how to work with us directly. If you want to jump on a call and just discuss it with us, we're happy to do that as well. You can just message us right here. And until the next time, remember the big idea, guys, the big idea is to creating, a, is, it's all about creating a remarkable business. And that's the business that will support your remarkable life, not compete with it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic, and what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.